This podcast is intended for adults 18 years and older. It contains explicit language and sexual situations. All thoughts and opinions expressed are of our own and not of those of any specific group, employer, or individual, and is not intended to take as professional advice. Welcome to the Foreplay Podcast. Join the journey, experiences, and sexual adventures of two high school sweethearts navigating their way through the swinging lifestyle as millennials. Come along for the ride. Let's play. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Foreplay Podcast. It's Bella. This is Jace. Our story today is about New Year's Eve 2019. So it's almost New Year's 2020, so I can't believe that. What a year, huh? What a year, what a year. Wild. (laughs) It went by really fast, though. I feel like this didn't happen that long ago, but it was like 11 months ago. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, Yeah. more than 11 months ago. No, it's November. Yeah, more than 11 months. Whoa. I know. It's 18 days till Christmas. No. I mean, I mean, talk, I mean, tell Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Still, that's crazy though. But I do be celebrating Christmas right now, though, with Christmas movies <laughs> and Christmas decorations that are already up. <laughs> um, so our story starts off on uh, we went to this event. Yes, I can't remember what it's called. I don't know, New Year's Eve ball, something like that. Yeah. It's a lifestyle event uh-huh. that is held at a hotel. It's yes. not a hotel takeover. But it basically is because there's yeah. a lot of people who do end up getting hotel rooms. And like, they, I think the hotel is pretty much full with lifestyle people. Yeah. It basically is a it hotel. It pretty takeover. much is. Yeah. And they have different banquet rooms that are transformed into not playrooms, but different dance floors. Yeah, it super is cool. Sick. It's so there's fun. yeah. So, so like fun. the big, big, big dance floor, the main dance floor. Uh-huh. What would you say is that the big convention center? Or it's something? like That's the big... main banquet room, like yeah. where you would have a wedding, like the big yes, event, yes. not like the small little thing. It's like the big, not a conference room. Yeah, That's not a I'm conference. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. the big, so the... the big daddy. <laughs> yes, it was the big daddy. Yeah. So there, it's huge. There's like a bar there. There's seating and there's a huge dance floor. There's like places with tables that you can, you know, rent out a table just like you could at a club. And then there's a stage. Um, music was great. We'll have to put what we wore because I usually like to go pretty all out on New Year's outfits. But yeah, actually, I don't know if I went all out last this past year or not. We'll have to find a picture. Oh, no, we did No, not all out. But we I, did look I, I wore like a suit or something. Yeah. I didn't I didn't wear anything like crazy amazing, but... It's fancy. It was a the, nice suit. I think that the theme of that party is a little bit more like dress up scale. I, I think, think so. I think so as well. Well, I wasn't like a cocktail dress. I it's can't New say Year's I was upscale. But that's how it is. Um, there, this doesn't have anything to do with lifestyle stuff, but it was really cool that there was... Uh, on the stage, there was a huge martini glass. Oh, I was going to say that, yeah. Yeah. They, like, whenever the midnight countdown was happening, they had, like, these two huge martini glasses, and then there was, like, two girls that were just sitting in them, like, dancing with pasties and stuff it was on. so cute, like, pearls and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it looked like the, like the 19... Oh, is that 50s? Is that what? 20s? 20, 20, 20 like 20s? Like, Gatsby. Like, Gatsby, it was a very 20s. Gatsby Yeah, that's not themed. 50s, that's 20 yeah. Gatsby's. Yeah, uh, it was very, very cool. I thought that was Yeah, it was so super cool. sexy. yeah. And then I said it's so cool because you had the main room where they had just a huge dance floor. There was seating everywhere. I think there was like VIP tables if you wanted to like buy a booth. But they also had like areas that you could like sit around and some really good music. There was a DJ up front. And then you could go down the hall and there was like another room that would almost be more of like a conference room. But it was also absolutely huge. And there was like more 
EDM type music, I'd say, in there. Yeah. But it was more like top 40 in the main room. And then off of that room, there was another room that they had actually built like a glory hole back there. Yeah, it was like a separate room that you had to go through a door. Mm-hmm. And it was a pretty big room, honestly, because yeah, there was, was some seating huge. arrangements. Yeah. And then someone had built like a four- Or five-panel glory glory hole. Yeah, so really cool just environment. So it was fun. I love New Year's Eve. I just – such a fun night just to go and do things. Um, We had a ton of friends who were there. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that night we even had a friend who had an after party, didn't we? I think so. Yeah, but did we go? Oh, yeah, we did go. go. So we'll start off like at the beginning-ish of the night. This is like – Earlier in the night, we got there. We had already been drinking some. We were, like, walking around the hallways of the hotel room, uh, of the hotel well, – not lobby. Like, the, the hotel hallways. And so we were, like, walking down the hallways for some reason. I don't remember why. I think I was looking for a restroom or something or – I don't know. And then there was a girl, like, a really pretty Hispanic girl, mm-hmm. um, super hot, and she was, like – walking around with her friends but then I think she like came over to me and like said I was really pretty or something and I was like you're really pretty and then I think we started making out (laughs) it was pretty fast that was just like just in the hallway and so we just like hung out with her and we we ended up like I remember we were walking not hand in hand but like whenever you like wrap your arms around each other's uh shoulders uh-huh. you know what i'm talking about do you remember that like she was like in the middle of us and then we were just like yeah. all like holding each other like yeah. that and walking back out to the dance floor no, but we walked and we like stopped at this I little was, like yeah. seating area yeah we like were walking in the t- lobby yeah before of the hotel of the hotel yeah yeah and like she got on top of you, I think, right? Yeah. One of you guys got no, on top of me. She got each. on top of me and we were sitting in this like lounge chair. And then we just started making out. And then like heavily. Yeah. In the middle of the lobby. Yeah. And then I think she went over and made out with you. I think that yeah, I think I kissed her too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't think she got on top of you, but I think like yeah, I think she like <laughs> sat between us or something yeah. and then started making out with you and then like we took her hand to go into Maybe we stopped there because she was, like, waiting for her ticket for her friends. Isn't that what it was? No, I think she was just waiting for her friends. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. So I think we were like, hey, we're going to go dance. We'll meet you later or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so me and you, we just went and danced. Like, I feel like all I remember is just dancing a whole bunch for a really long time. So much dancing. Well, actually, no. I do remember. um, So we went to one of the glory hall rooms. Well, the glory. Yeah, hall, yeah, right? there's only one of them. Um, and you, I was like, oh, I've always wanted to use a glory hole. And you're like, okay. So you so went I around the other there. side. Yeah. And they had like sandbags because they cut the holes too high. So they had like sandbags you had to really? stand on top of. <laughs> because, I mean, I guess like if you were really tall, but like I'm like 5'10, which I know isn't tall. But I think unless you were like 6'4, you probably <gasps> would not have been able to just stand flat on the ground. Like they were really tall. So I remember like standing on a sandbag. And then I remember, I remember you. So I don't know everything that happened about that. I, all I was based off of is you telling me what happened. Yeah. So I, I can but I, what I do remember. I know that you were going out on me at the beginning, and then I remember very clearly because we went, we used that glory hole like three times that night or something. Really, like that. we went yeah. back that many like, times, like two or three <laughs> times. And but that time, the first time you were going out on me, I was like, "This is so fun." And then like I saw for a second, and then I remember like I stood back there, and you were. I thought it was you, but then I remember 
that like someone was going down on me and then you walked out from the other side. <laughs> she must have been pretty good at giving hand then. Yeah, so I mean, it was like, I was like, oh. And then I looked, I was like, oh, that's not you. <laughs> that's funny. I remember that. And then... Um, well, that was your first time doing a glory hole. So maybe talk yes. a little bit about like what it was like and like your experience. And like, was it what you thought it was going to be? Did you expect something? Like- um, I thought it was really fun. Um, and why have you like always... Why do men really want to be a part of a glory hole? So just I don't that. know. Well, I mean, let's, talk, <laughs> let's talk... Okay, we'll start off with why you want to. I'm going to go with the, the obvious answer of it's always fun to get your dick sucked. <laughs> so I'm going to start out with that's the, the main reason. But um, I don't know. It's kind of like, I don't know. Is it's it hot, mystery? it's mysterious, oh, okay. I guess. Like, what if, I mean, you know, what if it's, what if it's your celebrity crush on the other side? You don't know. It could be. And do you like just not knowing who it is or would you rather like, okay, there's like five girls that are going to suck your cock and then they're all going to come out and then you're going to be able to see who it was. Or do you like the mystery that you like have no idea who it I is? I like the mystery at the beginning, but then I would like to know who it was later. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think. <laughs> okay. What else um, is my other question? I was like, oh yeah. What's the appeal of it? Is that what I asked? Yeah. I just like, what, what was the experience like for oh, me? Oh yeah. 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 So I guess let's talk about all of the glory hole experiences all at once. Yeah. So we'll talk about whole nights of glory hole experiences. So start off with you and then the other girl was sucking my dick whenever you came out. Uh-huh. Then later, I remember I went in there and you I saw her with you and then you were like, oh, hey, so another girl sucked. Because four people, including you, you told me, gave me blowjobs at the glory hole. Yeah. So you had told me another time, like, oh, um. Well, I can explain my part yeah, after. Ex- oh, so let me explain, let me explain saying- these two, and then you explain your part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, some other girl, and that one I definitely knew was not you because it did not feel the same at all. Oh, okay, okay. So, like, that's kind of an interesting thing, too, because I feel like the first time the girl, because I think that you are truly just, even if you weren't married, like just to like just like how good you are at giving head. So I feel like your skill level is just so much. It's so good. <laughs> and so I feel Y'all, like it's all norm- the porn that I've seen. I watched it for the research purposes. <laughs> I feel like though I can tell most of the time whenever it's not you. I usually yeah. can. I think that's most people can tell when it's not their partner. Yeah. Yeah. So um I remember though Well, except for that one time whenever you were like Oh, that wasn't you as I walked out. <laughs> she must have been pretty good too then. Um, and then the another girl I know, because I knew it was a different girl for sure, because that one just felt different. And then I remember the last time we went in there, I was like, hey, you know what would be really hot to like hear about? It's like if there was another girl back there, if you guys did it together, oh. like a double, double blow job through a glory hole. So we went back there one more time and I guess there was another girl back there and you guys did it together. Yes, because you and, said so. <laughs> so. I was like, okay, I'll try. Yeah, and so that was that was my experience from my end. But that, like, it's weird though because you know, it's it's almost it's hot in a way because it's mysterious, but then it's less hot because you can't like watch it all. Yeah. So it's kind of like a double sided thing. Like, there's like it's fun because it's different and like sexy, but then at the same time, 
it's also fun to like I like more seeing a girl go down on you because it's like hotter to see the person. So was it what you like thought it was going to be like? Yeah, I thought yeah. it was really fun. Um, it's not like one of those things like, oh, I need to do it all that t- all the time. But like if I were to go back to a New Year's thing or whatever it was, if I was going back to an event and they had one, I would definitely want to do it again. And yeah. then like later have you tell me what happened back there. Yeah. So um, <laughs> that's my side. So yeah, it's fun, but it's not like – it's just different. It's just a cool – it's just an experience. It's like almost like anything else. It's not my favorite thing, but it was fun to do. So like what is it like? Because I imagine it looks very funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, yeah, so, yeah, let me give your side. side yeah. the, uh, my view. So, you come around the glory hole, and then the back of it. Oh, really like, quick. The, their men were not allowed on the back side. That was like the rules of this yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. Like, the men had to stay on the front side, and women were allowed to go back there to either watch. Or, or participate. Do stuff. Yeah. So just so, so that's like clear. But now, yeah, go ahead. So remember, we got in there and we saw it, and we were like, "Oh my gosh, let's, let's go try." So I like run into the back, and then the back side of the glory holes. I think the front sides were all painted what black or something. And then, and then you signed them. If you used it, they left a, a silver that's sharpie, and you say. signed it. Yeah. But did you? Oh, did you sign the front too? I signed, the, guys signed, I signed the, front? the front. Okay, so the girls could sign the back. Okay, I guess because it was all it wasn't painted, but there was just like a huge black sharpie, and I remember writing very largely Bella was here. <laughs> I think I drew an arrow. <laughs> to the That's funny. Um, but so we go back there and I think there was three girls maybe. And then I was there and I was like, are we all going to suck dicks? And so then we were all, That's so you, <laughs> so we all started sucking. Wait, no, you know what it was? I think, I remember seeing the holes and there was no dick in there. And then all of the girls were like, oh, where are they? So then like we, I, I remember sticking our yeah. fingers through yeah, to that. be like, okay, like come here. I was like, where are the penis? <laughs> and so then a penis came, but I don't remember. I honestly don't know if I knew which one was you or not. Cause I, no, I think in the I beginning knew. we did because we went. I think I told us I was going to go to this right. Oh, hole that's right, that's right. Okay, so, so I know that's we started together. It's like I'm going to go to this one. I was like, you should go to this hole so we can do it together. And at you least. Prob- yeah. yeah, and you probably didn't just automatically stick your dick in. That's probably why. So we probably all stuck our fingers out, yeah, and I then that. that's when you probably you must have known that it was me ready for you to. And I think I even remember saying, hey, Jace, I think I remember yeah. like sticking my mouth, like yeah. not on it, but like by me. Hello, yeah. Jace. Yeah. Give me your dick. <laughs> and so then we started going down. Well, I started going on you. I don't know if the other people were their own partners or what. And then I was like, should we switch? <laughs> and so then we all kind of did like a scramble. Like not like musical chairs. Uh-huh. Not like that. But it's kind of like, okay, everybody get a different dick. And then so I think we did that a few times. Maybe three. So that's where the three yeah. girls were from. Yes. I don't yeah. know if everyone did. And I think there were other girls back there too. But I remember... Every dick that was in there had a mouth on it. And I know we all switched two times. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Oh, or maybe it was four times because the last time. Maybe it was the later di- with the double one. I think that was like oh, a okay. later time. I think we went back again. Okay. So then whenever we went back, I don't know how many girls were back there. But whenever it, I was like, does anyone want to do it with me? And then after we did it to you, we went and did it to another one, which was probably, I assume was her, her okay. man's. Gotcha. <laughs> but it was fun. I, I actually really enjoyed it. I would definitely do it again. Um, I don't know if I would want to do it to, like, completion, though. I mean, I would. I'll try anything twice. <laughs> <laughs> to make sure I liked it the first time or didn't like it the first time. <laughs> but I think it would, would you want to, like, come? 
Like, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I would you like see. No, but then like I would like to I same thing with the twice thing. I would like to come on you sometime and come on somebody else sometime, but not know which one it was. And then tell later when you told me. Oh. I think that would be yeah. fun. So I yes, I would like That'd to. Be... So I'm giving two more, at least like, two more glorious like experiences. I like the eye contact and I like the I mean like I will, but then I just feel like it's a dick and some cum and it's not like a yeah, that's not. Oh, my but pre- you know what the thing is? I wasn't actually thinking of because, like, it's a mystery for me too. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know who the other person is. Yeah, you know I mean, but I guess like you at least got like the skin tone. Yeah, I mean, it was you- dark back there. I oh, don't that's know. true. But, so <laughs> I would like to try at least two more times. Once where I'd like you to make me come, but I wouldn't want to know it was you. Okay. And another time, I want someone else to make me come, but also not know it was them until later when you told me, like, oh. This girl, and if I didn't see her, I want you to describe her to me. And if I did see her, I want you to be like, oh, it was that girl. <laughs> I think that'd be really fun. That would be, I mean, I would do Glory Hole anytime it was available. It doesn't matter. Like they're just not on the reg that people have. No, they're not. Glory. I was so surprised. I remember you walk back and you go, oh my God, there's a Glory Hole back there. And I was like, what? Yeah. So, so hopefully, maybe, well, I don't know how New Year's is going to be this year. Probably yeah. not, but going to yeah. be a New Year's like that. Yeah. <laughs> but that was really fun. And then I do remember later on, we ended up seeing the the girl from the beginning again. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, she was with a guy. Because I think that she was with a couple. I think she was yeah, a single she girl. Was. She came with a couple. Later on that night, we saw her with the guy of the couple. And I remember, like, making out with her and kind of, like, feeling her up, like, over her clothes and kissing her while you danced with her mans. Yeah. And then that was kind of... I don't remember that if was, I kissed him or not. That was kind of the end of, like, all of that stuff. And then... We went down because our friend, he was like, oh, yeah, like 3 o'clock I'm having a little after party. party." And he had rented a big hotel room and he likes to do DJ stuff. He's a really good DJ. Yeah. So we went down there and I remember we just like hung out for a while. We listened to him do his DJ thing. We danced a little bit. I'm that bitch that like always requests truth hurts. (laughs) So I just very clearly remembering him playing truth hurts. And then me and some other girl in the room was just like scream singing. Wow, man, great. So they got And that was really fun. And we just danced and stuff. And then then we went home. And that was pretty much And that was New Year's 2019. Super fun. But. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to go on to the other one. Me too. That's what I was going to say as well. Okay. <laughs> and so then, um, I don't know if it was the week after or the week after that, but we went to Colette. Yes. Um, and our friends were there, actually, who we had podcasted about before. Uh, his I, name was Mike. So they were the couple from episode five. One of the couples, I guess. Oh, yeah. One of the couples from episode five that we uh, did some stuff with at Colette. So mm-hmm. so they were there. They, and these are our friends from Oklahoma that we had met in Oklahoma. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they come every now and then. We see them, I would say, maybe once a year we end up yeah, being there. At the same times. So yeah. yeah. So they – it was – I don't know if it was their birthday or – they were having some event and they rented out the – Room, the private like, room. Yeah, the private room. And it was there friends. and like probably like, what do you say, eight of their friends or so, mm-hmm. and I would say. They are such like lifestyle goals, like lifestyle couple goals. They have all of these friends that they, I guess they go on vacations together all the time. And, um, they're all so fun I and know, so and they're happy so nice and, and open like, and everyone can just like hang out with everyone. And it's, it was, it was that group that made us realize what, 
I feel like we're missing for ourselves in the lifestyle because we don't have that. We have a lot of friends in the lifestyle, but we don't have like a core group of people yeah. that we go do stuff with all the and they do vanilla stuff together too yeah. and it's just it's really cool they have a great dynamic uh-huh. and all of their friends are so nice so. yeah and but, this story that we're about to tell the story's not that long but then we're going to talk about like how it kind of changed our perspective on some lifestyle stuff which is what's such a cool thing about this experience to me mm-hmm. does that make sense does that sound fair to you is oh that- yeah for sure i feel like it was a little bit more of a like a turning point in our yes i agree um journey so i remember there was a couple there. And I think this is kind of like why it, it had happened. And there was one couple there that I was super attracted to the girl. She was this really cute black girl with this like big curly hair. And just I thought she was so cute. And her man, like he was not your type is I guess like the best way to say it. You just weren't super into him. But he was so nice. I wasn't physically attracted to him, but I, like, really liked him, you yeah. know, as friends, like, as a yeah. person. Yeah. And so, but they, like, played separately as well. So, like, yes. that was another thing. So, I remember kind of how everything got started was we were in there. Our friends from Oklahoma had invited us in to hang out with them. So, mm-hmm. we had kind of gone in. We had met all of their friends. This podcast is brought to you by us, Bella and Jay's. Have you guys ever been to a party? You're just looking to spice the night up. We have the ultimate adult party game. It's called Foreplay the Game. It's an adult icebreaker game that really always just makes for a fun time. If you want more information about it, you can check it out at foreplay.com games. If you're newer into the lifestyle and you're wanting to learn more about it, we do have an introduction to swinging course that you can find more information at foreplay.com learn. It has all the information that we wish we would have known before we first got into the lifestyle. We also have swinger and lifestyle clothing and you can find that at foreplay.com shop. Back to the show. I remember that Mike was having a threesome with two girls Mm -hmm. and neither one was his wife. She was sitting over there like watching, just chilling. And he was having sex with these two girls and he was fucking one girl doggy. And then that girl was going down on another girl who was like kind of laying on her back. Yes. And then me and you ended up doing stuff with, what should we name her? The little black girl with the cute curly hair. Uh, Mia. Mia? Okay. Yeah, let's call her Mia. Did I, was I, did I leave the step out? You sound like I left something out. That I, yeah, so Mia was fucking another guy that yeah. wasn't her husband. Before any of this. Yeah, before... Well, on the bed. Yeah. She was... Fu- like, while Mike was having a threesome, yeah. she was on the bed fucking a guy. And then they had finished, mm-hmm. and then... She was like still just cut, like laying there naked, but you had gone to the bathroom. Uh-huh. So by the time that you came back, I don't remember if I had already taken my clothes off or not, but I was eating her out. Yes, something I that. something happened to where I like kind of crawled over there and then I like touched her and asked if I could eat her pussy, and she mm-hmm. said yes. And so yes. then I was eating her out, and then you came. And I over. came. I came from behind you. Yeah. So, so then- I was like off of the bed standing like uh-huh. bent over and then she was on her back like missionary and I was in her out then you came yeah yes and then I remember that so I started fucking you mm-hmm. from behind while you were eating her out hot yes <laughs> and then I also was kind of like playing with the one of the girls in the threesome with Mike's boobs while I was fucking you yes and so it was like almost I guess like te- it is an orgy because that was one two three yeah, four was five there were six people oh six people four girls and then me and Mike 
Yes. There was like two threesomes yeah, going right. on next uh-huh, to each uh-huh. other. So we weren't really like connecting or anything, but it was kind of like a little bit of touching between the two groups, I guess. Yeah. So I remember fucking you for a little while and then I stopped and then I think you had asked her like, hey, can he eat you out to, about me? Oh, yeah. So then I remember I stopped fucking you and I started going down on Mia. Mm-hmm. And then later you told me that you were like kind of making out with a girl that I was kind of touching her. Yeah. So while stuff, you were eating out Mia, the other, there was another girl who was in the threesome. She was, then she was on her back a little bit off of the bed, a li- not off of the bed, but at the edge of the bed. So yeah. then I went over her and then I asked if I could eat her out. So then I was eating her out and then you were eating Mia out and me and her were kissing, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I remember eating Mia out until she came. Uh-huh. And, like, I was, like, like touching her boobs, eating her out, and she came, which was super hot. And then I remember I really wanted to fuck her, but then this is where this whole conversation kind of starts and where we got, got to where we were. I didn't know how you felt about me fucking her since you weren't really doing anything with anybody because normally we had always played where it was more evenly or unless we were having like a full-on threesome with the girl, right? Right. So if I would have fucked her, it would have been you kind of doing stuff with them and me just fucking this other girl, which felt like a separate play, which you really had not yeah, we've talked never much about. Yeah, we've that before. So I remember I after I ate her out, we just kind of stopped. And I think you went down on me a little bit again. I don't think I came or anything. I went, you think you went down on me later. I think you fucked me on the bed. I did. I think I did. I think... Did I? I think so. Okay. I, I don't remember exactly. I know that you gave me head again. I know I had fucked you earlier, but I we probably did I again. think you fucked me doggy. Yeah. But, then, but I think everyone else was it. kind of dumb. You were fucking me doggy while Mike was still... Like finishing. Maybe he was like getting his dicks after something because yeah. I remember like making eye contact with Mike. I didn't do anything over it because he was kind of far away from me. But anyways, yeah. I don't... I think that's where it ended. So yeah, that's kind of... And like, that's kind of where the night ended. But then I remember talking like in the Uber on the way home and talking the next day even more about it. Yeah. And I was like, so what would your thought have been about me fucking her? Like, because it wasn't necessarily like you were going to get fucked. I mean, normally likes to play evenly, if that makes sense, if I'm wording that correctly. But you were like, well, I think it would have been hot to see you fuck her. And I was like, even though that, like, it wouldn't have been, like, it would have been me and her fucking while you were doing something else. Like, what would your thought have been, like, about that? And you were like, oh, well, you know, like, I feel like I'm personally comfortable with kind of, playing separately as long as we kind of everyone knows what's going on yeah and that was a big I think like kind of turning point because I was like well you know what like if there would have been a guy there and like I wouldn't have been attracted to anybody I still would have loved to see you get fucked because that's hot for me and I know you're enjoying so I feel like that was a really big turning point where we it's not like we'd ever stated, okay, play has to be perfectly even or anything. Yeah. But I think in the back of both of our heads, we were always kind of both saying, if I'm going to play with someone, you should play with somebody. Or You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it kind of stemmed from, like, the openness about it was Mia's husband who was clothed, like, the whole time. Like, he didn't do anything and he just, like, kind of let her do her thing and he watched and stuff and she was the only one that played. And I was like, you know, 
I wouldn't mind that. Like, if I wasn't interested in anyone, but, like, you were, and then that that girl or that couple was, like, oh, yeah, like, I they want to do stuff, but I didn't, and I, I was, like, in that room, and I wasn't necessarily participating, but I was just there, I would be okay with you doing that, because I just, I want you to have fun, and mm-hmm. I trust you, and I don't need to have play for myself as well, if I'm just, like, not interested. Yeah. And I said the same exact yeah, thing, where, like, that was the first time. I, I trust you, and I, like, we got to the point in the lifestyle where it's kind of, like, I trust you with everything, mm-hmm. and now it's so much about having fun. And then I was like, it would be really hot to like talk about that later. Like, what was it like for you to fuck them while I watched? Like, and that seems like a hot thing to me. So, I think to, I was just super open to the idea of, hey, if 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 something is happening like with another couple and like we kind of met them and stuff. Like, go ahead and do it. Like, if, if it just falls that way, I feel like we were both comfortable with that. Yeah. Well, yeah, we were, yeah, we were more op- open to it now than, and before it would have been like a no way. Yeah. Like, we, I have to be participating with you. Yeah. Or you have to be participating yeah. with me. And we, so that was a big turning point. I agree. And we did say we were like, so now let's say that I met a girl on the dance floor while you were in the bathroom. Like, I just wouldn't go and like fuck her because she wouldn't oh, fuck no. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if, Let's say that I had met a girl and me and her had been flirty all night. You and her had talked. We kind of all knew each other. And then we were in that big group setting like that and we were separate. We were like we would be okay with things happening because we're all kind of aware of everything. And does that make sense I'm saying that? Yeah, it does. I know this was like whenever we started opening the conversation to was like, oh, like almost like a hot wife hot husbanding thing where we were like yeah like maybe we should try like completely separate play at some point now we got now it's what like 11 months after we talked about this Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's changed a little bit even since then it's not like I don't trust you to do it or you don't trust me to do it but I think that's just like not our thing like we would prefer to either watch or participate together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to go you know like because I mean? we had yeah. talked about going on like separate dates. Yeah, and just like fucking people, people separately, and then talking about it after. Yeah, which like I'm not like I'm not like opposed to it, but to me, I do think it sounds hot to be in like a, like an orgy type setting or like a group type setting and see you fuck another couple or see you get fucked by a guy, even though I'm not participating. Yeah, like, that still sounds hot to me. But I don't. And same thing with me. Like I think it sounds fun if like. You're talking to people, stuff's not happening for me to fuck a couple or me to fuck a girl or whatever it may be, right? Yeah. And then talk about it, but you still be around. Not yeah, like where I just you're, want you to be there. Yeah, I want you to be there as well. In the general vicinity. Vinic- oh, vicinity. I yeah. almost called it vicinity. Vaginity. <laughs> Vaginity. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that was like a huge turning point for us to kind of be like, oh, we're we're here for this to be a really great experience for both of us. And like, if maybe sometimes you have more of a, more of an experience, that's perfectly okay because it was fun for you, which is fun for me. Yeah. If that, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. So I feel like that was just like a huge turning point. And that's why I feel also, it is true about what you said about them having that core group. It made me realize that I want to have that core group of people that we can hang out with regularly and it's not like it always has to be sexual we can just do fun things i 
I want that. Yeah. And we just don't have that yet. But it's in the works. We're, we're, we're trying to make more friends. We're trying it's kind of hard with COVID, but yeah. yeah trying, trying to make more friends. <laughs> but that was a really great experience, in my opinion, anyway. I oh, was, so yeah. It was super fun, and we learned a lot about each other, and we were able to open up even more. And it, it introduced us to things that we didn't even know we were comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that was because of seeing the other couple. And so me not fucking that girl because we didn't know if we were comfortable with that. And I think that like being able to see that in an environment, especially – seeing that in an environment of people that you kind of like look up to, like I want mm-hmm. to be like them. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm their age, I want to have what they have. I want to have that now. Me too. Yeah, yeah. But I look up to them. So to see how their group of friends. Oh yeah. Like how they work, how they That's work. Cool. I was like, I want that comfortability. I want to be like that. I can see like how their trust is so awesome. And like how they're like, I just, I really enjoyed seeing how they all functioned. Oh, and it was the same thing with because Mike was having a threesome without his mm-hmm. uh, wife, and then she was just kind of like hanging out, and I was like, oh, like I I wouldn't mind if you did that. Yeah, like, I like, think if, yeah, like if I was two, into two girls and you just were kind of not wanting to right then, and you were talking to people like yeah, and if like okay. those girls' husbands didn't want to do anything, like it was just it was a really cool dynamic, and I really liked it. I agree. Um, I feel like that's kind of not the longest stories in the world but i feel like those deserved their own podcast especially the whole oh, together yeah talking about the the change that that it made us have and had us realize so i think that now we should get into the segment which if you didn't have the last podcast bella wanted to do where we kind of got asked a question and we talked a little bit about how we responded to that we do not have the biggest viewership yet, so we don't have a ton of questions coming in. So you guys definitely should email us questions at foreplaypodcast at gmail.com, the number four, O-U-R, playpodcast at gmail.com. Right now we are currently getting like questions from Reddit, from the top questions of the week so that we can answer those just so we have a little bit more fun things to talk about and discuss. But you guys should definitely send us if you have any questions and they want to ask us anything email us and then we can talk about them on the next episode yeah or if you guys like just the whole thing with reddit we can definitely continue to do that because it's it is interesting reading other these people on the swinger subreddits questions and their experiences and stuff and just giving our advice and our opinions out there also don't take this for professional advice it's just our opinion it's also fun to like hear what you have to say compared to what i have to say and how we yeah, because we I we find the questions, but we don't talk about it yeah. until right now, until the podcast. Yeah, so hit us with this week's question, babe. Okay, so this says turnoffs. So my biggest turnoff is meeting up with a couple in any capacity, and one partner is disengaged from their partner, or they speak negatively about their partner. Does this turn anyone else off from pursuing a couple? What is your number one turnoff that makes a couple a no-go from the start? Yeah. I think that, well, first of all, I want to say yes. If someone was disengaged, I would be turned off by that. You should not ever speak illy of your partner. We want I don't know to, if it was necessarily disengaged. Well, they're just saying like it almost looks like they're either not saying anything. So not yeah. necessarily. Oh, oh, they said both. Okay. Yeah. Because we went like on a double date with our some friends that we knew one of them more than the other when we went on a double date. And this isn't lifestyle at all. But she talked so poorly of her man when he was there. And I felt so awkward. And so so to answer that question, I would say yes. But last week, I kind of went first on the answers. So why don't you answer 
first about things that would be a turnoff to you about a couple that would make you not want to pursue a couple. So them not being on the same page, we've had that happen quite a few times. I feel like that more so happens when you meet online first Mm -hmm. and it's like you talk to one of them and and they say, I feel like we're very forward where it's like, oh, what are you guys looking for in the lifestyle, this kind of stuff. And then we've had multiple times where usually it's the guy that says, oh, we're full swap or we've had this many experiences. And then later comes to find out that they're like not on the same page and they weren't full swap or they haven't had that many experiences. So yeah, I like to chime in on that a little bit where when we message people online, you're always in charge of it usually. And but I have I'm that always, on the profile, yeah. But I'm usually there, like every, me- like you're showing me the messages, talking to me about it, doing all that. Where I feel like where this miscommunication comes with couples is, I feel like sometimes it's like, let's say the guy is messaging the other couple or whatever, they don't communicate all of those messages with to the other person. Yeah, we've had couples where it's like, well, we should meet up soon, and they're like, well, I'm gonna have to ask my partner, and it's like, how have you talked to us? for all of this time about things you guys like to do, but your partner doesn't even know what we look like yet. Like, yeah. how did you get that far? So I think that that is where that, that comes from, that miscommunication comes from. And that is such a huge turnoff because you need to be on the same page and communicate with this stuff. Exactly. And then another thing for me is if we're planning on meeting and then we've talked for like a little while and we're like okay like let's set up this date for us all to do stuff and then and it's set on the calendar and everything and then they literally just ghost or show up an or hour show late up. yeah i was gonna say that too like we give you the address of where we should meet like you know how long it's gonna take to get there like you can look it up on google maps so like don't say we're gonna meet at eight o'clock and you show up at nine fifteen at night like that just doesn't I don't want to sit in a restaurant for an hour and 20 minutes while I wait on you. Like, that's not fair No, I just I don't anybody. understand how that is, like, fathomable <laughs> to do to someone. Not even in a lifestyle. Yes, just, like, respect other people's time. And I don't understand the ghosting thing either because it's, like, if you have something planned, like, all you when, – when someone confirms – I don't even think people really need to confirm because really if someone can't be there they should just be able to say like hey actually can we reschedule or whatever it is but if you're just gonna go it's like we had this planned already we could have planned something else like like, I I don't want to leave that for you just in the off chance that like maybe you can or cannot make it like that's not yeah and I'm not gonna be mad like I'd rather you tell me the truth and cancel and that way like I said even if it's the day before at least at least let us know so that we can make other plans. And I think it's rude to even cancel the day before. Like, I mean, if an emergency pops happen. up, obviously yeah. that's one thing. But if you're just like, oh, well, I just don't want to anymore. Like, you sh- you need to talk about that earlier because we're not the kind of people that plan like on Monday to hang out on Thursday. We generally plan to like, hey, it's Monday. Let's hang out on two Saturdays from now. Like, we plan it far in advance usually. So you have time to figure out what's going on. And like, if you can't, that is perfectly fine, but let us know. Don't cancel the last minute and then I have absolutely no plans at all Yeah, because I, I saved time for you. Exactly, and that's the thing. We save time. So it's like I, I know I saw some other people's opinions about this where they were like, oh, well, you should have a plan B. Like you can't expect like those people to, to you know, things happen or maybe – 
they just end up not wanting to do it anymore, which is fine if you don't want to do it anymore. The thing is to communicate with the other person. We're not going to have a plan B because that would make us doing the same thing to another person. So yeah, we're not, we can't meet with you guys because you guys uh, can't make it anymore or you guys ghost us or whatever. And so then we go to our plan B, but what if you guys did show up and then we have to do that to our plan B? Like, no, I don't think that's okay. It's not. So, And I think I also think about the thing of me and you having no children have a lot more free time. It's very easy for us. Mm-hmm. But I know there's a lot of also I've read or heard about podcasts, things like that, where couples only have one or two nights free a month where they could even possibly do lifestyle stuff yeah. because of their kids and having family commitments. So imagine even being in that situation and not showing up. And that's like they had one chance this whole month. They saved that time for you and you're still not – can't even respect them and show up on time. Like I just feel like that that makes me not want to pursue people. That sits very wrong with me and that's probably like the biggest turnoff for me is that tardiness and miscommunication. Yeah. Mis- well, it's- no, not miscommunication. I'm sorry. Not communicating. Mm-hmm. Not communicating and – not the tardiness, but um, the um, not respecting the other person's time. Yes, that's, that's a much what, better yeah. way to say it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I agree with that. But I think that, I think that's a pretty solid answer on on that. <laughs> well, that's just our opinion. I don't know. Maybe other people. I mean, I don't think your think answer was so. solid. But do you think mine pretty good? Oh, we had the same answer. Oh yeah, good. <laughs> uh, so let's do our weekly obsessions. What? Three. Okay. okay. One. Two, three. Weekly obsessions. <laughs> nice. Um, so I guess I will go first with songs. I'm going to do two songs this week. Holy by Justin Bieber has already been one of my songs, but the acoustic version came out this week, and I always like his acoustic stuff more. So that is one of the songs I cannot stop listening to is Holy Acoustic. Also, Dua Lipa has a new song called Fever, which I did not like that much at the beginning, but the more I'm listening to it, I can't stop listening to it. So that's my other weekly obsession with music is Fever by Dua Lipa. So my song of the week isn't the best song ever. And it's not like I'm really playing it all the time, but it's just hilarious. It's called DDLG by PP Cocaine. Papa Cocaine? But she's the one who Trap Bunny Bubbles. Yeah, the one that's like really popular on TikTok right now. But you can just need to listen to that song. It's just hilarious. It is. Should I? I should sing it a little bit. No, just let them listen to it. No, you should. I don't want. They need the full experience. But yeah, you guys just need to. Yeah, (laughs) it's hilarious. And I can't wait to go out the next time we are able to go out and blast this song really loud. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, for things, I will go first in case you don't know yours. My thing is we got this membership to a service called Scribed, S-C-R-I-B-D. And if you listen to our podcast very much, you know that books are my favorite thing in the world. And this website is $10 a month. It's almost like a Spotify or something, but they have actual books like the pdf of or not pdf like epubs and pdfs of books so you can read books they have audio books on there and then you also get subscriptions to some other services like pandora and a couple other things but it's like ten dollars a month and you can listen to like unlimited audio books and there's you can read unlimited books and we also bought an amazon fire tablet because we only had a kindle paperwhite and so we can read books on there and so that is my weekly obsession is 
described membership. Just so cool. You could also use that on like an iPad and a more mm-hmm. other tablet too. We just our iPad is like 15 inches, so you don't like reading on there, it's or or big. your phone it's too small, yeah, so we had we to get a medium sized yeah. <laughs> tablet. My weekly obsession is this Vivian Westwood pearl choker necklace that I don't have in my possession because it's sold out, but I keep seeing it. I want it so bad. So it's like a pearl necklace that has the Vivian Westwood logo. Literally looks like a Sailor Moon logo. Like it looks like Sailor Saturn's. Um, little stick that she uses to transform and I love it so much it is so cute but it's sold out everywhere so I have been obsessed with it I really want it okay yeah I've actually loved that necklace for a really long time and I've showed you so many pictures of people wearing I was like this is I really love this necklace and then well you always called it chrome hearts I thought it was a chrome heart I didn't know it was Vivian Westwood I I thought it was a chrome hearts necklace but it still looked like the same thing well no but when you said chrome hearts and I looked at it I've never seen it like up close not supposed to assume (laughs) that's on you I've seen it a billion times and it looked like Saturn with the rings on it it looked like a heart to me in mm. those pictures that you know they're oh so far away but yeah once I saw it up close this week and I was like (gasps) I needed it looks like Sailor Moon (laughs) Uh, that's it for this week's podcast. I think that you should hit him with the outro. If you'd like to support the show, you can leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening to our podcast. All our information will be listed in the show notes below. You can email us at fourplaypodcast at gmail.com. That's the number four, O-U-R, playpodcast at gmail.com with any questions or comments or head to foreplay.com slash ask. We have a digital online game called Foreplay the Game. It's the ultimate adult party game for the sexually inclined and perfect for breaking the ice. You can find more information at foreplay.com games. We give away one free game of Foreplay Plus a month to a listener who writes a review, so just screenshot your review and email it to us for a chance to win. We have swinger and lifestyle clothing and accessories at foreplay.com shop and courses at foreplay.com learn. And we also have a Facebook group called Foreplay Community and would love for you to join at facebook.com group slash foreplay community. We're on Twitter at Foreplay Podcast and Instagram at HeyBellaLuna and at HeyJSP. I have an OnlyFans, which you can find at OnlyFans.com slash VIP or my free one at BellaLunaFree. Lastly, we're on Cassidy and SDC at Bella and Jace, and you can get a free 30-day full membership by using our link. Again, all our information will be listed in the show notes below, and we thank you so much for listening to our podcast. See you in the next one. Bye!